Welcome, welcome to the English podcast with Tommy. All right, Mama, that's me. I'm Tommy. Welcome to the English podcast with Tommy. Yeah, the, my attempt at a deep South accent from America is terrible, so I'm just going to move on. And I'd like to welcome, sitting somewhere in the beautiful country of Ecuador on the equator, is Melissa. Thank you for joining me, Melissa. Thanks for having me, Tommy. Good to be here. Now, I was gonna, I was thinking, how can I introduce you? Can I introduce you as the woman who's homeschooling four, four kids? And I thought to myself, well, yeah, you are doing this. And then I thought to myself, no, not a good idea because then it'll end up with me giving my personal opinion about how to, about how to school kids. And I thought to myself, sure. let's leave the politics out of it. And let's just let's just dive straight in. Where are you? Where are you originally from? You're not from Ecuador, that's for sure. I'm not. I'm not. I am not. I am actually um, born in LA, in Los Angeles, in California. Surprise! Caught you there. Yeah, LA. Throw up that LA. <laughs> um, however, my family moved from LA out to Virginia, um, and was. Spent a couple of years in Florida, but moved quickly up to Virginia by the time I was four and spent my whole, um, you know, childhood pretty much there and went to the University of Virginia in Charlottesville and was surrounded by a lot of those deep South accents. But um, uh, I guess in the part of Northern Virginia, where I actually lived, um, it's a very neutral accent and uh, we're right outside of Washington, D.C. So that's kind of... Um, the linguistic melting pot that I come from. Okay, so when, when someone says to me Virginia, I think John Denver, the country singer. Oh, from Virginia? You're going to catch no, me no, on no, that. No, I don't no, know. No, no, no. I don't know whether he's from Virginia, but there is that. There is the um, country road song by John by John oh. Denver. Oh, West Virginia. West Virginia, that's West, that's West. Mama, take a home. Yeah, yeah, that's West Virginia. Yep. Okay, that's West a whole West. other accent. <laughs> okay. okay so we're, we're talking about the other side we're talking about correct east a little side. bit more to the east yep and i'm from the northern part okay yep. um just tell me because you guys before you came on before we started this you said that you live close or your area is close to a naval base mm -hmm. and for those of us who watch who have religiously watched over many many years Navy CIS, NCIS, we think of, we think of Gibbs, we think of Norfolk, Norfolk as in Norfolk, Virginia, not Norfolk right. as in the east, the eastern county of the United Kingdom. And mm -hmm. um, is it really true that you guys have lots of um, naval bases in Virginia? You know, I... <laughs> Ugh, I hope I'm not being ignorant. I, I feel like there's really just the one in Norfolk. Um, you know, I grew up closer. We had neighbors who were FBI agents, CIA. And so I grew up in that more um, uh, Washington-based um, government type environment. But as far as the naval bases, um, you've got people coming from all over who are military. Um, and so, uh, you know, I just enjoyed the beach. I played a lot of soccer, a lot of football, excuse me, uh, growing up and uh, spent a lot of time at tournaments down in Virginia Beach and Norfolk. And um, so uh, I, I can't tell you anymore about the, the military bases. I'm, I'm a little ignorant there. <laughs> well, we're not here to talk about military bases. We're here to talk about 
the way you speak the English language. Um, for those of for those listeners who have been religiously listening into my episodes, you'll know that I have posted several episodes about brilliant British accents, and this is part of another series of act another series called Amazing American Accents. Now, I've had one person from LA or who comes from LA. Mm-hmm. I had one person who comes from Texas, but has been who's traveled around the United States. You're now my third, you're my third um, participant who originally do, who doesn't originally come from where they come from, but you <laughs> where they were born. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You've traveled, you've traveled around as well. Mm-hmm. So what influence what has influenced your accent? And to what extent would you say that the accent that you have is is influenced by the region or the regions that you've lived in? Sure, absolutely. Well, um, I I don't think I can say much of my linguistic like input has come from my time in LA because I was like 18 months old, I think when we left and then lived in Florida from two to four years old. Um, A lot of it I think comes from my family uh, heritage. Um, One side is from New York. My dad's side is from New York, from Long Island. So there was a little bit of an accent there. My dad actually went to college, university in Virginia Tech at Virginia Tech in Virginia. Um, And in the, the toe of the boot, as we like to call it, Virginia is shaped like a boot and Blacksburg, where Virginia Tech is out there. I think in those in those college years, he pretty well lost his New York accent, um, took on a little bit more of a, a neutral kind of Southern accent. My mom's side is from Georgia, and uh, she went to the University of Virginia. So her real, really her whole life has been spent in that uh, in that Southern uh, region, and they're definitely. Um, some parts of her speech that still remain a little bit Southern. It all comes out though, when we're around my grandmother, um, my aunts and uncles, cousins, um, we can all pull out some phrases, yeah boy, um, just coming from my grandparents. Um, some, one still with us, the others now deceased, but um, it's, it's a fun linguistic heritage to have, um, having people come from the South. So um, there are lots of little things you can do with it, um, similar probably to, to West Coast slang, but um, Southern slang is, is pretty fun. Lots of idioms, lots of idioms. Um, uh, have you guys discussed idioms yet on any other episodes? No, that, you know, I'm, I'm interested. I mean, I've, what I've heard from one of my episodes from my participant from Texas, was that they, you guys, you, that there is a, something in the South about using phrases which have a positive connotation, but really, in, but really actually have a ne- opposite. Euphemisms. Opposite. Euphemisms. Yeah, Euphemisms. absolutely. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, bless you. Oh, bless oh, you. There, there oh, bless is. your heart. Bless your heart. Uh, yeah, that's a little bit of an insult, actually. Um, yeah. Bless your heart. You know, you're, you're just, you don't get it you're you're not up to speed on this um yeah that's for sure um i i tend not to use that one i feel like that's a very deep south thing um others would be like my dogs are barking any guesses as to what that means my dogs the canine my dogs are barking no it's my feet hurt your my feet feet hurt my dogs are barking i gotta sit down yeah (laughs) 
with dogs. It's it's one of the dogs. I don't know. And like I said, this is where, you know, the, the linguistic, uh, I don't know. What is it? I guess, you know, this, and this is typical. I, as you mentioned, I live in Ecuador and, um, have lived in different places. I was in Guatemala for a little while, Nicaragua, um, and studying in all of this, those different places and just paying attention. The warmer the climate gets, the more loose the, uh, the language. And mm. so, you know, that could mean pronunciation being loose, but also the phrases and the kind of cultural flavor that pops into language definitely gets a little bit spicier when you get into warmer territory. So, um, Sorry. Yeah, uh, I would say that applies. Let's just quickly get back to that one. My dogs are barking. Because when I say my dogs are barking, literally, if I come from the UK, it means my dogs are barking. There's no, right. there's no, there's no sort of there's no way no in between. There's no in-between about it. It's my dogs yeah. are barking. That's it. You know, finished, game over. No, no way yeah. around it. Yeah. So when you say to me, my dogs are barking, I think to myself. You must be barking up the wrong tree. Ah, well done. Well done. Exactly. Yep. Keep it going. Keep it going. Yeah. So that's the idea. There's there's a ton of different ways to be creative with language. And I feel like that's one of the things I um, love the most, maybe, yeah. about where I come from, is that I can add on ridiculous things to words. I mean, ish. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that that happens much um, in a ish. lot of other places, but I am uh, done-ish with my homework, mom. Yeah, almost done, but just-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we have that. We use that. You know, I use that quite a lot. And okay. I use that quite a lot. You know, I'll be like, "What time are you coming around? Around five-ish? You know, like sure. five five o'clock, give or take. You know, it might be five five minutes early, five minutes later, but five-ish. You know, or yeah. Are you hungry? Ish. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you know the idea yeah. of this ish is like sort of like an approximation. An approximation. Yeah. yeah. Some somewhere around. I am hungry, but I'm not that hungry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh, you come from you come from the town of Richmond, which originally comes from Richmond. By the way, for anyone who who's looking at a map um, of the United Kingdom, Richmond is part of London. So, you know, if you look in London, you'll find Richmond somewhere parked in southwest, west London, you know, somewhere in west, southwest London. Um, do you guys, do you know whether you brought, whether any of the pilgrims or any of the first people to, to uh, make it to Richmond, to what is now Richmond, Virginia, brought any specific words or phrases from from London or from that, you know, from, from England? Do you know whether you guys? Oh my word. Uh, that's a good question. Um, to be honest, I don't, I don't know. I don't have any specific answers for you. Let me keep thinking on that. I know, um, at least personally, heritage wise, um, you know, my last name is Muir, uh, yeah. which is Scottish. Um, yeah. And in the US, most people know it because of John Muir, who was a conservationist. And there's a national park named after him in California. Um, my grandmother, my, my paternal grandmother was an Adams. Um, and if you know your US history, you'll trace that back to um, some of the first presidents, John and John Quincy. Um, but that's, that's the extent of my like uh, British uh, and UK connection. Let's see, any, 
I mean, no, no, I don't have any good examples for you in terms of like linguistic carryovers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there must be, there must be something, you know, there probably yeah. is something hidden away in the, you know, somewhere hidden away within the linguistic uh, archives, you know, mm -hmm. of Richmond, Virginia, that there are certain words, certain phrases, certain ways of speaking that are typical to origin the origins of Richmond, London. Um, but while we're here, while we're on this stage at this point, is there anything particular to Richmond, Virginia, which if we were dropped, you know, if I dropped in on a helicopter tomorrow morning in Richmond, Virginia, that a phrase or a word or a sentence that only you guys in Richmond, Virginia or your area around Richmond would say? Hmm. Ah, let's see. I don't know. Um, possibly like, um, I'm trying to think of uh, ways, like he's a good old boy. A good old boy is just like a, but that wouldn't be, yeah, I don't know. Good old boy is like a Southern thing. It's not really, uh, um, it doesn't really belong to Richmond. Um, and most of my time, actually Richmond's in the center of the state, it's the capital, and I'm from the Northern part. So up there, it would be a little bit more like um, maybe, well, you would avoid some of those Southernisms yeah. um, just because of the maybe social stigma that comes with that. There is, um, and it's good to recognize that. And um, people tend to change their register um, speaking, you know, a little bit more formally, a little bit less formally. Um, but I don't know that I could pinpoint a Richmond, a Richmondism. That's a, that's a good question. I'm sorry, I don't have one. No, that is, yeah, that's a good you know, the, the whole point of these episodes is to try and put an accent under the microscope, under the microphone, sure. and to literally mm -hmm. pinpoint certain words, certain phrases that might be relevant to your area. Um, sure. I mean, coming from the southern part of the United Kingdom, very close to London, um, we speak in a very, as you can hear from my voice, we speak in a very almost, almost, queen-like manner you know we don't there is you literally go down the road to Windsor Windsor Castle on your map literally behind your behind you yeah, exactly <laughs> Windsor Windsor Castle and that's where you would hear the Queen's that's where you would hear the Queen's English, Queen's English you know so literally just down the road about 20 minute drive down the road you'd hear Queen's English where I come from it's neutral it's not Queen's English it's not it's not formal, you know, it's, it's, it's neutralized, yeah. it's neutralized. Yeah. Um, do you pronounce words or do you pronounce certain sounds in a certain way in your area? Yeah, um, I think there is a little bit more of, uh, well, I think cadence is, is one. Um, a lot of times people from the Northeast, New England, would speak very quickly um, and that's, something that my grandmother always complained about uh, with my cousins who happen to live in Minnesota. They're yeah. from Minnesota. They, all, they live all over now, but um, she's like, y'all just speak too fast. Y'all speak too fast. Um, so in the South, you'll definitely find people speak at a slower cadence. Um, vowels are longer. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Um, so that you may have found that with your Texan yeah. as well. Um, just a little bit longer vowels. Um, let's see. 
I feel like those are the the big uh, distinguishing markers of, of you know mid Atlantic and, and southern accents. Yeah, I mean it, it's interesting. You said you said it right because my participant from Texas, she said it quite clearly that you guys, you in the south, there is this use of y'all. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Hey y'all. Hey yep. y'all. And it went, yeah. you know, if someone says to me, hey y'all, I'm like, well, okay, that's a shortened, that's shortened for you all. You mm -hmm. And if I say that, if I think about it, then I think it's plural. You're talking mm -hmm. about a plural group. Yeah. But in actual fact, you could be talking about singular or plural. <laughs> Or, yeah, a, for, or a group of people. For your listeners who speak Spanish or, um, gosh, I don't think French has this, but the, the vosotros in, in Spanish, so you all, plural, yeah. um, that, that's what it is. It's, it's y'all. <laughs> um, and so, but there's another one. Did you know there's another one? Ewans. Ewans. So up north a little bit more, um, my sister-in-law is from Pennsylvania. Yeah. And in Pennsylvania, this, this is where you'll find Ewans. You ones, you ones, you know, it, it's you, you all, but you ones, yeah. Um, so that's that's not common, and you wouldn't hear that often today. But if you're in you know rural Pennsylvania, you may hear it, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. well, maybe I need to maybe I need to get your sister in law and join to join me on here, you know, just to just <laughs> she's, to give me she's shed her accent as well. She she also went to Virginia Tech, um, okay. and so it's it's a, a, a different thing, I mean. It, that's an, a fascinating subject is just register and how we choose to speak in which in which uh, circumstances um, to match, you know, what what we're looking to do or looking to accomplish. So very cool. I mean, I, I find what I find interesting listening to Americans in general is is how compared to the UK, you complete you sound completely different. Mm -hmm. uh, you say, for example, garden garden you know garden I've, I've garden got, i've gotten i've gotten a oh, new gotten. i've gotten a new friend yeah know? oh the d yeah taking the t and made it a d yeah, yeah. yeah. i've gotten Absolutely. a new friend i'm like excuse me do you mean i've got a new friend you know it's like yeah, yeah i've gotten a new friend it's like yeah what do well, you mean I... <laughs> it's, it's like you've got a yeah. garden it's like you're talking yes. about a garden but it's not a yeah. garden it's it's gotten you know i've gotten a new friend yeah you know, i mean i understand that you guys i mean you know i say this you guys you know those of you on the those of you on the other side of the of the pond the atlantic you guys have taken a completely different um view to speaking the english language you know mm -hmm. so there is obviously forgot forgotten you know so it's a it is an irregular verb so then mm -hmm. i can understand how you got got gotten but you know when i if i watch an american series or i hear an american say gotten something i'm like no you've got something you've got right. something yeah it, yes. and for a native british speaker and i hate to say yeah. this it grates against my no, grates totally. against my ears hearing it totally. i'm like yeah don't do that you know please yeah. <laughs> absolutely absolutely <laughs> yeah Patience and uh, creating that mental dictionary of, you know, that uh, what I like to call a sympathetic listener. So I understand what you're saying is wrong and I'm going to smile and just know that I understand what you're saying and move on. <laughs> so, I, I, I just, thank you. Uh, I just have to, I just, 
I just leave it as it is, you know? Yeah, the yeah there's there, no, no point, no point. There's no point of arguing <laughs> about it, yeah. 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 So we've, we've, we've come to the point where Richmond or your part of Virginia doesn't really have any isms, so to speak. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. because you have, uh, but because you have answer, you have a uh, family from the south. Obviously, there is the euphemism of mm -hmm. "bless your heart," for example, mm -hmm. or you use "my dogs are barking." And um, it sounds, you know, to many listeners, it's going to sound mm, fishy, you know, sure. fishy. But it's 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 really interesting. I find it personally listening into the way that you speak the English language, it's nowhere near the way that I speak it, you know, because mm -hmm. you, if, if I, where is Richmond, Virginia on your map? Is it sort of, is it east, is it still the east coast or is it? It's, it's a little closer to the east coast, but it's, um, it's pretty much in the dead center of the state. If you take off the toe of the boot, like I was yeah. mentioning before, um, it's pretty much in the dead center. So um, yeah, there it's, you know, about an hour and a half from the coast, from the beach. Okay. Um, yeah, so you're not completely in the Appalachian Mountains, which will create a whole nother accent um, and then, and, and culture really um, versus Northern Virginia versus the East um, where uh, Virginia Beach is and, mm -hmm. and Jamestown and Roanoke and all of those uh, early British colonies, um, early British settlements, I should say, in the colony, in the Commonwealth, yeah. the great Commonwealth. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's a, a very uniquely positioned thing and thinking about the geography of linguistics. I mean, I think that's something that's fascinating as well. We mentioned, you know, warmer climate, but also what do mountains do? What does the beach do? Yeah. What do uh, major metropolitan areas do? Um, you know, and for instance, where I grew up outside of Washington, D.C., it's a major metropolitan area. We had families from all over the world. I mean, there were a ton of different backgrounds there. Um, and so thankfully, I was exposed to a lot of those different backgrounds and could kind of pick up. And I think that's where, you know, as I've said multiple times, I, I don't have a very strong accent in any respect. And I'm kind of a mutt in terms of in terms of that. Uh, but I would say that part of that may be subconscious, just trying to say, okay, I'm going to choose the parts I like yeah. and take those. And then now that I live in South America, for example, I modify myself. I've learned, I've lived here for 10 years now. Mm. I've kind of learned to modify myself when I'm speaking with friends who speak English well, but are native Spanish speakers. I'll choose the word that's a cognate. I'll choose the word that's almost the same in Spanish, just yeah. so that it's a little bit more of a, an easy listening experience for them. Um, so having those, um, that toolbox to choose from and say, all right, I'm going to choose this word. I'm going to choose this euphemism. I'm going to choose not to use the euphemism. Um, that's where, that's where I think it's, it's, um, I don't know, a, a benefit. I, I, I feel yeah. like I've, I've had the benefit to see and hear lots of different accents. So yeah, because that's it, you know, um, I guess because you've, uh, let me say, you, 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 you've traveled, you know, you've traveled with your, with your accent or with your, the way that you speak English. Sure. And you were saying it quite rightly. You, you, you grew up in, a, in areas where there were part, you know, where different cultures, whether it be Afro-American, whether it be Latino, whether it be Asian, whether it be white, whether it be East Coast, West Coast, whether it be whatever it might be. And obviously, along the way, uh, we pick up different words, different phrases. You know, um, 
I personally have lived here in Germany for nine years, you know, and in my nine years I've lived here, I've picked up a certain way of speaking, you know, when I, there are certain words, for example, that I can only, I can only say in German because I've completely forgotten what they are in English. You know, so it's like someone says to me. Or are there words that just make so much more sense in German? Exactly, exactly. And you're like, why would we use the English word anymore? This is so, that's my, um, for any of your Spanish speakers, aprovechar. Aprovechar means to take advantage of. Why am I going to say to take advantage of when I can say, aprovechalo, take advantage of it. Like, and so that's, it's just those things where um, my my other sister-in-law, I mentioned the one from Pennsylvania, my other sister-in-law is from Ecuador, but has lived um, in Switzerland and they now live in Hong Kong. She she just goes, I just keep picking up, you know, her German, her French, her, her uh, Mandarin. She goes, I just keep picking up words. And I go, well, I'll just use this in this situation. I'll use this. In, and so she can use, you know, four languages in a yeah. in a conversation just based on what is most efficient, what gets her her point across best. So it's a very, it's a very cool thing. Um, it's, it's, it's very important. It's, impor- yeah. it's important as well, not just yeah it's cool obviously it's very good if you can pick up words phrases from different from different places that you've lived in but it's important um to at points assimilate yourself to the surroundings that you live in um whether it be in an affluent part of new york or a, or a deprived part of chicago or whether it, you know whatever whether wherever you might be in the world it's it's always important to assimilate yourself to a certain point that you say okay there are certain words certain phrases that i'm going to pick up because it makes me it doesn't just make me look cool but it makes me it it blends me in with my surroundings it camouflages me so to speak like and that's important obviously um that's you know that's very that's a that's an important point Melissa, because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna beat around the bush about this. I don't want to, I don't want to keep you. I don't want to keep you for so long. You know. Fine. How can we find you on social media? Where can we find you? What do you do on social media? And is there any way that we can maybe pick up some courses from you or whatever it might be that you've got on offer? Well, thank you for asking. It's very kind of you. Um, I am on. Um... Facebook and Instagram. Um, I am Melissa is teaching two S's one L in Melissa. Um, upcoming, um, is a Nearpod course, which, um, if any of your listeners have used Nearpod or maybe heard of it, it's just a really cool tool. It's very low interest, not low interest, very high engagement, low, um, low effort in terms of getting into it for Mm -hmm. students. And so I would love to introduce more people to that. I found it really helpful. So that is coming up. They can find that at my link tree. It's just in my bio on my socials. So thank you. Super. So I'm going to be posting your, your Instagram and your Facebook handles all over this so that people can see you, find you, add you, follow you, whatever they do you know whatever they, whatever you do on social media i mean you know I've, yes. lost, I've lost all sort of connection with what sort of verbs you would use on social media and you follow <laughs> you sure. um, sometimes people stalk you you know hate, sure. hate, i hate to think that people would do that but you know yeah i will uh, i will be adding all of that onto social media awesome. Melissa, thank, you. thank you for your time on the english podcast Absolutely. tommy and so you did this Yes, I'm talking to you. I'm, you know, like 
Melissa's looking. Oh, I'm right here. Oh, I'm looking over here. There we go. (laughs) Thanks. High five. (laughs) There we go. Melissa's looking at me and thinking, why are you looking at the microphone? Why are you you looking at the Golden Gate Bridge? That's what I was thinking. Well, because my microphone is, my microphone is camouflaged behind the the Golden Gate Bridge. I'd like to thank you, dear listeners, for listening into this informative and very interesting episode of the amazing American accent. You will join me very soon for another one. Very soon. I promise, you know, it's it's gonna be very soon. Sometime in the very near future, there will be another episode of American, uh, American, amazing American accent. So it's goodbye from Ecuador with Melissa. Goodbye. Thank you, Tommy. You're welcome. And it's goodbye from me here in Germany. Goodbye. Bye.